0: and now the high-tech auto report with michael garfield every once in a while it happens i have test driven vehicles for 15 plus years and i can count on one hand in any given year of vehicles that stick out vehicles that i remember vehicles that are head turners so much that i can't go anywhere i can't park without people coming up and taking pictures asking me questions how much does this cost can i take a look inside I have been waiting for this one for a while. I've seen this at auto shows. I saw it at CES that I got to sit inside. But folks, just recently, I got to spend an entire week in the big boy, the granddaddy of them all. One of the most expensive, yikes, but luxurious monster, monster SUVs you have ever been into. May I present a few minutes of the 2022 Grand Wagoneer. It's from Jeep. They really don't use the word Jeep, but you can get them at Jeep dealerships. It's the Grand Wagoneer, and the specific one that I happened to be playing in was the Obsidian. I have no clue what Obsidian mean, but it is obese. It is obvious. It is over the top. They should have called it the Triple O. It is a 4x4 behemoth, and people, this was stupid, as in awesome. It is massive. It is tricked out. It is luxurious. It has power. It has technology. And away we go. Configure it as you want for seven or eight people. It's got more screens than a best buy. Uh, it is just incredible. You look at this thing from the outside, it's got the it's got this, it's got the grill that looks exactly like the Jeep. Nothing really too obvious. It's overpowering because it's kind of matted black finish. It's got the horizontal LED lights for headlights and even the horizontal little lower running lights too, but it is long. Before you buy one of these, I'm going to give you a few tips. Number one, measure your garage because this may not fit into it. If you want in inches, it is 215 inches long. Figured it out. But that is O-L-O-N-G. It is wide and it is high. It is full size in every manner that I'm going to talk about. It weighs about 6,400 pounds. That's heavy. It can tow eh, about 9,900 pounds. It's grand. That's why they call it the Grand Wagoneer. I got to drive in the regular Wagoneer earlier this year. If you feel free to go podcast what I talked about. But this is grand. And I understand why they call it. Grand. Under the hood, big time. 6.4 liter Hemi V8. Dodge puts that in a lot of their vehicles too. Maybe the Durango also. But as big as it is, still going to give you 471 horsepower and a good amount of torque. Shifts, fine. No big deal. Fuel economy, as it's rated, 13 in the city, 18 in the highway for a combined 15. Listen, what do you expect? This thing is gonna drink gas because it's so big. I know gas is relatively high. I know it's expected to go higher this year too, but you got money to pay for this thing. You don't have to worry about filling this thing up because it's all—it's always there. It's got a large gas tank though. It's got about a 26 gallon fuel tank. So at least you can you know, go what, 400, 450 miles between fill-ups uh, before you have to start doing this again. And, and that's gonna cost you a pretty penny, but neither here nor there. How does it steer? air suspension system automatically lowers the entire vehicle while you're getting into the thing because it's so big. Yes, it's got the side steps that open so you can make it easier to get into. But then when you close the door, they just vanish and they conceal themselves right underneath the lower body when not in use. So in terms of getting in, no big deal. It doesn't even matter how big it is. Uh, as tested, I got to uh, drive one with a 22-inch sport rims, and uh, it just it, it was it was it was phenomenal. And again, I feel I I feel bad here coming up with words like phenomenal, wonderful, and oh my goodness. But geez, out! Oh. Uh, it's got just like the other uh, the models I've tested before with the Wagoneer. It's got the rock, the sand, the mud, the snow, and uh, this in in the snow, easy to achieve um, each of those with a, a knob right there in the middle that you can turn it to. The screens and I talked about the screens. I don't even know where to start. The screens alone, I lost count. I freaking lost count of the screens. There's the typical touchscreen with the Uconnect that's up there. Underneath that, there's an entire screen dedicated to the HVAC system where you can control everything that's going on in the air conditioning or the heat in the front seat and the back seat. Oh, by the way, it's got a diagram of the front passenger seat in the, in the, uh, the driver's seat where you can touch and start the massages or anything you want like that. Oh, that's just, that's, it's on a screen too. The screen behind the wheel, it's a digital cluster, 12-inch pretty much horizontally, which is which is phenomenal. And again, the, the, gra- the graphics are so crisp, you don't know they're digital. The uh, rear entertainment screens, there's two, 10 inches, so whoever's sitting in the back, second row, let's just put it that one. You can watch anything, you can plug it in, it's got the HDMI, what have you. Oh, wait a minute, I'm not done yet. For the first time ever, the Passenger. The passenger seat has its own screen right in front, right above the glove compartment. It's a 10-inch screen, so anybody in the passenger seat can change the audio, watch their own video, whatever's playing in the back seat, They can watch the same thing. It's got navigation. Really, almost anything. You're thinking, now, is that legal? How could someone in the front seat do this? Ah, come on. The Jeep's a little smarter than that. There's a filter. So if you're driving, you cannot see what the passenger's looking at. <laughs> not too bad so it's not distracting. Laptops have this same technology too. you could put a filter on the screen so it work, it works either. Uh, I thought that was just really, really ingenious too. The uh, cameras also they've got an like overboard camera so because it's so big you actually can see what's back. It's actually a family camera. It's called the FamCam. It's a wide-angle overhead camera that lets you see who's sitting in the back, be it the kids or the adults. If they're causing a problem, you know, now you don't need to turn your head around and say, hey, Adam, is that you? You can look at the screen right in the front, and you can see what's even going on. You can even zoom in a specific seat by touching on the display and that front row screen, too. No use, no need to turn around. Uh, they've also got what's called Easy Speak also, so you can don't even have to turn around. You could talk. There's a microphone in the front seat that l- amplifies it and lets you, uh, whoever's sitting in the back seat, and you can hear it too. Listen, I'm not even near done yet. How does it sound? Macintosh. 23 different speakers of Macintosh. You can't get better sound system than Macintosh in your home, and certainly now they have put it in vehicle too. The volume is phenomenal um it's cool looking speakers with the grill um it's 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 got also you can adjust it with the uh their, t- their typical really kind of classic vu meter so you can see how the other levels you know dance on the screen which i thought it was uh, very very interesting too it's big if it's big it's going to be scary to drive. You know what? There's going to be a lot of females. That, well, it's going to be males and females to do this too. But there's a lot of females, at least I know anecdotally, like, oh, I don't want something to drive that big. Why not, man? It's easy, especially with all the safety and the convenience. The technology is on display too. I mentioned a few weeks ago when you're driving in a large vehicle, you want a lot of cameras. The front ones, the left ones, the bird's eye view, and they're here, all the camera systems. Awesome. But there, Safety blind spot rear cross traffic detection the, the surround bound camera system I said there's even a drowsy driver detection if you're long enough drive long enough without really moving or changing lanes something pops up a little coffee thing hey make sure that you're not sleeping four collision warning intersection collision assist it goes on and on and on really really neat also he even has something it's a night vision camera I haven't really seen this a lot in vehicles too but it also can it, it, it could what it could do it could detect people maybe some animals, when you're driving a very dark street, if they're crossing too. If you really want to, you can add in a trailer brake control and even a camera system to help you line up uh, when you uh, when you start pulling that thing away. Cargo space, what do you think, people? The second and third roads fold completely down, little push button controls. And when it's down, 95 cubic feet of cargo space. So it's, it's what is that, a king size bed at least or something? Uh, Even if you put the the second and third row up, you're going to get about 27 cubic feet to carry all your gear, and that's really big. That's bigger than a typical car trunk also. The rear lift gate, automatic, and uh, you can actually uh, adjust it to how high or how low you want it to open up. So, family, dead and even me, you're set to go. I know. Here come the emails. Michael, this is good. Oh, Michael, I heard you. (laughs) Well, here's an email. This is from Jeff. Jeff said, Michael, I heard you kind of tease it last week. There's a refrigerator in here. Oh, Yes. There is a freaking refrigerator built in this obsidian. They call it a cold box, but you open up the car, you open up the uh, the center console between the driver and the passenger, and it's it's certainly massive. There is a little I'm gonna call it screw it's a refrigerator for me. You can put some cans of drinks, obviously not alcoholic. You can put some water. You can put some soda in there, and it chills it. Perfect for a hot Texas summer. I don't know what Jeep Grand Wagoneer folks really could have built on top of this to put this in. This is a house. Speaking of a house, this cost more than my very first house. Total price as I, well, let's put it this way. The base price of the obsidian, $98,000. The way I drove it, the way it was done, including the destination charge, $112,475. If you actually really want to get to it, can you find these on the lots? Good luck. Are you going to pay that? Are they going to deal? Probably not. I've seen these things starting to drive around. They're lookers. It is awesome. And if you can't tell with the pep of my voice, this thing is just too Coolio for Schoolio. Folks, if you can even just sit in one, just sit in one to smell and feel the wood and the leather and listen to the sound and look at the screens. If you happen to be able to watch a two or three more minute video, just experience it. If you want to grab a cold ice water just out of the car, the cool box refrigerator, do it. This is sheer excellence. And I hope Jeep quotes me on this thing. Yes, it's expensive. No, it doesn't have the greatest gas mileage, but I review things based on how sexy it is, how cool it is. And it just wasn't, I can't imagine Henry Ford and all the creators and designers of all these automobiles, years and years ago, coming up with something like this. This is excellence built on four wheels, man. You think I liked it or not folks? The 2022 Grand Wagoneer, specifically Obsidian 4x4. Enjoy it if you can find one of these things. And if you do get it, please roll it by my crab. I'm more than happy to sit in that passenger seat, listen to the sound, watch a video. Probably can even do this radio show and podcast in there because it's so quiet. Michael Garfield is the name. I'm jelly. I don't have one, but so far could be the vehicle of the year. All right, tune in next week. We got more for you right here on the High Tech Texan Show.